Welcome to another episode of Talks with Tales, the podcast helping you step into your best self. We talk all things mindset, health, fitness, and business. Why, hello there. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit delusional. You know when you're in that delusional mood and you're just, just a bit silly? That's how I'm feeling, so we will see how the episode goes. <laughs> um, welcome back, guys. Thank you, as always, for being here. Thank you for all the love on my recent podcast episode, uh, the one regarding like discipline and stuff like that. I feel like it resonated with a lot of you, which is always amazing to hear. And it really helps me understand what podcast you love listening to, um, what you want me to do in the future. You know, I'm always open to that. So today I just want to get into a quick update. So uh, as of last week, I started my deficit and I also opened up the lifestyle upgrade, which is my eight week group program that focuses on upgrading your mind, your body, your training, your nutrition, just your whole life. Uh, And the girls are just incredible. Like, honestly, I have struck gold with this community. They are so engaged. They're so willing to lean in and put in the work and ask the questions, which is what I love. And then with my deficit, it's going really well. I have experienced more hunger in this deficit, but that's just because my cycle ended up coming early. And so I was in PMS and every time I'm in PMS, I am more hungry. Um, I am 1.1 kilos down already. Um, But what we need to understand when we are down early in our deficit, it's not generally fat loss. You're just kind of getting rid of a lot of inflammation, a lot of water, all of that type of stuff. Um, But with that being said, when you are getting rid of water and inflammation, your body is tighter and does appear leaner. So it is a positive thing. Um, And so, yeah, I'm just excited to be doing this. I've been challenging myself a lot across all areas. You know, I said that in the last episode, um, but I did the the, um, Thai boxing class. I really enjoyed that. I have injured my shoulder though and I went to the physio today and I told her about the boxing. She's like, it's probably not the the best thing for it. So I'm like, oh, I might have to put it on pause, which is not what I want to do. Um, But I need the shoulder to recover because I'm not able to train properly at the gym. I'm not really able to do many shoulder movements and shoulders is my favorite. And it's funny because I always get bloody shoulder injuries. (laughs) So I'm just trying to work through that injury at the moment. Um, What else? feel like that's the main, oh, I fucking ran 5Ks the other day. I ran 5Ks. I did it. I woke up the, the day before, sorry. I was like, I'm going to run 5Ks tomorrow. I'm going to do it. And I got up and I didn't give myself any other option than to do it. And I've never run before. Like I'm not a long distance runner. Last, maybe two years ago in lockdown, I did one run, but that was it. Like I, I do not run. Um, and yeah, I pushed for the five. I was deceased as soon as I started running. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, anyway, a few hours later, I got my period and I'm like, if I can fucking push hard on the day that I get my period and go for a 5k run, like imagine the other day. So I was really impressed with that. Um, but that's kind of the update. Now, the one thing that I'm loving at the moment, I'm looking at her right now. She's just beautiful. I'm one of those girls. I've officially become one of those girls who owns a Stanley. I honestly didn't think I'd do that. I, it's so funny because I hate following trends and I have a lot of resistance to do it for some reason. I just think I've always tried, like, it's not that I've tried to, but I've always gravitated towards being a leader. Like I genuinely love being a leader. I love leading. I love guiding. That's why, you know, I'm an online coach. It's because I'm able to lead a lot of women. And so following trends 
I don't know what it is. I just have resistance to do it, but then I always end up doing it anyway. Same with the running. I didn't really want to share my running journey because it's trending so heavily at the moment. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that person. But equally, I'm not going to not do it just because of that reason. I said, that's a shitty excuse, you know, and and it's a trend that genuinely benefits my body. So yeah, it's just funny that my mind kind of goes there. Um, But today's episode, this is an episode I have wanted to do for a little while. And I was talking about it on my Instagram stories. And I think that it just needs to be said here. We need, we need to go deeper. So we're going to be diving into my skin journey and a huge lesson that I learned within this skin treatment that I've been getting. So for those who don't know, I have been suffering from adult acne, which honestly, it came out of nowhere. Like I was shook when I started getting the acne because I'm like, I have never had poor skin in my life. I am a freckle face and I've always had freckles and I've always had like some blackheads, but never like big pimples or acne. And so this probably started happening last year. Um, and yeah, it was really unfamiliar. It was just kind of like popped out of nowhere. Um, and I was like, what is going on? Like, what is this? And so I did like a process of elimination. I went on a gut healing journey, uh, and it got significantly worse, you know, during that time. And I'm like, what? Like, I just don't understand. I thought once you're on a gut healing journey, it improved over time. I knew that, um, at the start of your gut healing journey, when you are trying to detoxify things out of the body, or detox, it does actually come out of the skin. And so I I knew that it was going to get worse before it got better, but it never got better. It only just kept getting worse. And so I cut out dairy, I cut out gluten, I cut out um, most artificial sweeteners, I cut out pretty much fucking everything, guys. Like I literally was eating like five things. (laughs) Um, And that wasn't for my skin, that was for my gut, but I thought that the skin would improve and it didn't. And I just got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to a skin clinic and I'm going to make sure I see someone because it was all all around my jawline. So like on my cheeks is where it is. And like, sometimes it comes down to the neck a little bit and it's not anything that's like severe. Like I know that a lot of people do suffer from acne worse, but for me, it definitely is a lot. Um, And so I went to a skin clinic and I was at the skin clinic for probably about uh, seven months, I would say maybe around that time. And I was going there consistently, maybe six months. So pretty much every fortnight or so I was going and getting their skin treatments done and we're trying all different ones. I was paying for all of their very expensive creams, like guys, thousands of dollars. It was so expensive uh, for all the creams and stuff, like some appointments I'd be spending like, like hundreds, you know, and this was happening every time I kind of went. And so, um, you know, I was getting all the skin treatments done. I ended up getting like a pigment laser done, which was so painful. And I was putting so much stress on my skin. I tried so many different creams, I but I was consistent with them as well. Like I was investing, I was putting in the work, I was looking for answers. I was researching. I was like looking at all the skincare treatments and all of that type of stuff and nothing was working. And it got to the point where at the skin place, I'm like, guys, like my skin is not improving and I've been here for quite some time. And I imagine that it'd kind of be like working with a coach for like a year and, you know, your goal is weight loss and you haven't lost one fucking kilo. If anything, you've gained weight. You'd be like, what doing? Like, (laughs) what is actually going on? And they didn't know. And like that to me, like number one, I think when it gets to that point, you should kind of be outsourcing and being like, okay, clearly what we're doing isn't working. But I took matters into my own hands and I I remember feeling really helpless. Even now, like I have a lot of trust issues when it comes to like the medical world. Like I, I don't know what it is. Just in general, I have trust issues with 
doctors, with like psychologists with people like I don't know what it is and I'm all for them guys like I recommend them but something about me I used to have this thing and I had to work through it with my psychologist because I had this thing of like people not caring so I'm like in my head I'm like oh she doesn't want to even be here she's just doing her job so she can get so she can get paid and then I felt like I'm wasting her time and I don't know like my mind just goes there and it's something that I've had to work through but even with doctors I just I just don't trust that they actually are telling me the right thing just based on a lot of previous experiences. And I know there's amazing doctors out there, um, but I've just had so many experiences where things have been dismissed, even with my gut. You know, I got told all my bloods were perfect and they were fine. And then I ended up having all of these severe gut issues. And then I invested in this person that was a gut specialist, but then I went to another person and they said that all of the data that I got from the other person was wrong. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what do I believe, you know? And so I've just always kind of put up a wall when it comes to that stuff. And when it came to my skin, I was like, nope, I need to like, I need to look for another option. And I remember feeling so fucking helpless. And I I still do like, you know, to this day still like struggle with it. I'm not saying that it's healed, but you know, I finally invested in a naturopath and it wasn't just any naturopath. I had a lot of recommendations. If you guys want to know who it was, just DM me and I'm happy to let you know. But I remember going to the clinic and I had to wait about, I think it was like six weeks to actually get into her. And I'd been umming, umming and ahhing about it for quite a while. But I'm like, oh, I just don't know if like what there's what they are going to do is going to help me. Again, the trust issue and more investing. But I was willing to give it a try. So about a year and a half after my skin had flared up, I went to the naturopath and I just ex- explained everything that had been going on. And what was really cool was she started to ask deeper questions. She asked about my mental health and I explained to her that I do suffer from anxiety and it does flare up around my menstrual cycle around my PMS like that's when it's the worst she asked about my periods and I explained that PMS is really hard for me it's really heavy it's really difficult it's more like PMD um, PMDD whatever it's called and she was just asking a lot of questions about my diet and everything and so she said my diet was fantastic I'm doing all the right things and that's the that, that's the hardest thing is when you know you're doing all the right things And so she ended up taking my bloods and she pricked my finger and on the screen we were able to see what was going on in my body. And so what ended up happening was I had very high estrogen levels. So my estrogen was very dominant. And what happens with that is it then starts to affect your skin, right? So it's a very hormonal area and it doesn't know where to go. And so it comes out through the skin. And so my liver, I think it was my liver or my kidney, I think it was my liver wasn't doing its thing in in, that time. Now this happened randomly because she explained, she said, have you done dieting before? Or like, have you, and I explained to her that I did my bodybuilding competitions. And so it was actually from competing that because I lost my period for so long and my body was under so much stress of losing a significant amount of weight and then putting on weight, that's when the estrogen became very dominant. And so from competing and getting to low levels of body fat like that, it's not good for the body. And so that is why I've been dealing with a lot of skin issues and hair issues as well. I found that my hair started getting, I used to have the most luscious, long, beautiful hair, very thick, even with bleaching it and stuff. I always had long hair. And then after competing or during competing, it just started getting more brittle. It wouldn't grow and it was fucked. And like, it was just so disheartening because my skin was fucked. My hair was fucked. I just wasn't feeling good at all. And I suffered a lot with um, trying to lose weight again after competing. And I found out 
that's also a symptom as well with the with the estrogen dominance but she said it makes a lot of sense with even just my body's way of like how it put on a lot of weight afterwards because I'd lost such a big amount of weight my body wanted to get back to homeostasis I lost my period it wanted more food it wanted more energy and so it grabbed onto the fat a lot quicker and that was really hard for me to deal with because I felt like I was doing the right things and my body was almost going against me and then um you know what happened from there was you know it was grabbing onto the body fat I was struggling to feel, you know, full and I always felt hungry and um, my body just, I just didn't feel right. I just know I didn't feel right. And it took me quite a while to actually get to a place. That's why last year I I didn't diet for like over a year and a half. I tried to, and I couldn't lose weight um, because of that reason. And she also said that, you know, we store a lot more cellulite as well, you know, around the back of our legs and stuff like that when we are more estrogen dominant. And then she also said a massive symptom is heightened PMS. And I was like, wow, I have been fucking speaking to so many people. I've been getting all the treatments done. I've been investing a lot of money and not once has someone just looked at my bloods properly and said, hey, you're estrogen dominant, you know? And so fast forward a little bit, she ended up putting me on um, some pills. I've been taking them consistently and I have finally started seeing improvements in my skin. You know, it's still got a long way to go, but I am seeing improvements and I had not seen any improvements. So yeah, I was getting like the correct natural vitamins for what was going on, the correct herbs, the correct nutrition for this issue. And yeah, I'm I'm seeing the results, you know, and what it made me think was the whole time I was looking externally, what treatments can I get done? What creams can I invest in? What skincare routine do I need to do? Right. When the main thing that I needed to do was look internally, look internally and get the right person in my corner. And that then got me thinking about how many of us are looking externally when wanting to heal or feel better about ourselves when the biggest thing we need to do is actually look internally. You know, like I've heard it so many times before and I have been guilty of this myself. You know, when you're like not feeling yourself and your hair, your regrowth is grown out and you're like, when I get my hair done, then I'm going to feel prettier. And you get your hair done and you feel good for the day. But then all the feelings that were there come back up. You know, and then it's like when I buy that new car, then I'm going to feel so fucking happy. And you get the car and you feel happy for about two weeks and then you go back to old ways, right? Or it's like when I lose 10 kilos, then I'm going to feel confident in my body and I swear I would never talk down on my body again. And then you fucking lose the 10 kilos and it still doesn't feel good enough. And I really learned this, you know, I've done this so many times, even in my comp. I got the smallest I had ever been, which is what I wanted my whole life. I finally got there, right? Like very low level. I I sit comfortably at like 70. I got down to 57. Like that's a huge difference, guys. And it still didn't feel lean enough. And I was the most miserable I had ever been. And so externally, we just think even like when I move away from these people and this town, then I'm going to feel calmer and I won't have all of this drama in my life. But it follows, okay, because it's all internal. You know, even with all your Botox and stuff, I love getting that. But it's not masking things where so many people are struggling so heavily internally that they think going and doing these things is going to change how they feel, right? If you are not working on the internal, nothing is going to feel good enough. You will not properly heal or you will not get results. 
Okay. And this is why I am so big on mindset in my coaching containers, because I can give you a training program. I can give you your macros and calories. I can give you, you know, like all the plans that you need. But if you don't focus on the internal work, such as healing your relationship with food, peeling back the layers and actually understanding why you're doing things. So working on self-awareness, if you're not doing any of that, it's not going to stick. Right, If you've got all of this stuff bottled up internally or you're struggling heavy with your relationship with food or your confidence, just getting a training program or getting macros, it's not going to fix that. And then you're going to start to emotionally eat again. And so we need to be uh, collaborating with these two things, okay? It goes hand in hand. And so I really want you guys to actually start thinking about right now what you can do internally because so many people run away from their problems you know, and they think packing up and moving is going to change their life. And whilst it can for some, a lot of people, every single thing comes with them and they wonder why. And it's like, if you're battling battles internally and you move to the most beautiful place in the world, you're still going to feel shit. You know, if you are battling with, you know, low confidence and all of that type of stuff and and you go and get the best fucking makeover of your life, it's still not going to feel good enough. Okay. Take it from me. And so that really just taught me a lot in in the skin issue with like fuck I'm constantly searching on the outside but it's like it all starts on the inside especially with skin and so of course things on the outside do assist of course but a lot of it is internal and I just think we need to actually start thinking about that more because even on my journey like I have done so much internal work and it has made me love and appreciate myself so much more you know everything that I did was for the external I only went to gym to externally change the way that I looked and I fucking hated it. It was a chore. Like I did not like going to the gym. I only ate certain foods to be smaller externally, right? Like I only did these things to look a certain way. And it wasn't until later on in my journey, I started doing these things to feel a certain way internally. I now value how I feel so much that I want to go to the gym. I want to move my body. I want to eat well because of how I feel And then externally, that's going to be a byproduct, right? You're going to improve externally because of the good choices you make to feel good. And that's where you're going to have such a more enjoyable life and you're going to have longevity. It's going to be a thing for life. Whereas what I was doing before, when I was just focused on the external, it was always unconditional. Sorry, it was always conditional. It was never long lasting. It was only when I wanted to look a certain way. But as soon as emotions got in the way or things came up, I was just all out, you know, I was all in or all out. Whereas now, because I'm focused internally on how I feel, it's like, I just want to feel good all the time. And so even when emotions are high, I can kind of ground myself because I've done the internal work. I have done so much self-development work. I've done a lot of courses. I've done a lot of hours of studying and listening to podcasts and like doing all the things and, and peeling back the layers. And so I have a deep understanding now. And I just think so many more people need to understand that this work goes hand in hand. And so I get Botox, you know, I get anti-wrinkle in my forehead and I love it and it makes me feel good. But without it, I'm not like, fuck, I'm so ugly. Like I have to get this to feel a certain way. It just enhances things, you know, and I already feel good within myself. And so it's just about really understanding that you're never, it's like a bandaid, right? Like you're just constantly putting band-aids over these things. And every time the bandaid gets ripped off, the things come out again. You know, and so we need to actually do the work. We need to dig deeper. We need to think about why these things are happening and get to the bottom of it, get to the root to be able to rip it up. You know, even with weeds, you know, you can cut the weed off, but it's going to keep growing. But when you rip the root out, 
right? It doesn't come back. And so that's how I see this journey is like, we have to be willing to go internal. We have to be willing to do the mindset work in order to achieve our dream body, our dream life, like whatever you're wanting to achieve. Um, But yeah, it just got me thinking about that with my skin because, you know, for so long I was trying to do the external and all I had to do was look internally to see improvements. And I think we can all apply this to our life. So if you did like this episode, please share to your socials. It really does mean so much to me. And if you have any episodes you're wanting me to do, just DM me. But other than that, I just wanted a quick, short and sharp app. Um, But yeah, love you all.